0: Welcome to Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast.
1: Each week, we watch and review scary movies from our giant list of films we've curated. Each film more terrible than the last. We watch them so you don't have to. Or so that we can recommend it to you. Or so you can listen if you've seen them before. Or so that that. I don't know. I just want to watch some scary movies. Mm. Scary movies are great. You guys should listen to them. Carlos, let's watch some scary movies. Let's go! go. go. It's
0: not even afternoon yet, Carlos.
1: Because it's Easter and we are recording a morning episode and we're drinking at ten. We are in fact.
0: It is ten thirty in the a.m. Carlos.
1: It's ten thirty, guys, and we're gonna do cocktails and stuff because we wanted yep. to record an episode this morning. And it is Easter proper now, even though we released an Easter episode.
0: But uh, yeah,
1: we're recording this on Easter Day, and it's gonna release later. So it's not. This is definitely. It's gonna be this is,
0: I'm sure this is sometime in like June or July now.
1: Yeah, at this point. Yeah. Hey, welcome to, <laughs> to another, another episode of. The K- Keegan, Keegan and, and Carlos The Scary Movie pod Hey yeah, everyone. we did. Welcome back to our podcast. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> God, I hate it so much. Uh, uh hey Keegan, uh, what are we watching on this early morning okay, episode? I'm
0: I'm actually really excited about this one. I've seen it before, but it's been years and years and years and years. And I have not seen uh, it. Um it is a Sam Neill classic film from Beyond. From
1: uh, Beyond. I
0: hope I remember this movie being as good as I remember it from like watching it late at night in my like early 20s.
1: So as the person that has not actually seen the movie, I've looked up like some fun facts and stuff. That way, we we're ready to actually talk about yeah. it. Still haven't seen it, but I told Keegan, I was like, I'm excited to watch it just from the things I've looked it's, up." And
0: I love like H.P. Lovecraft stories, and I feel like we we don't get a lot of good ones because the like we watched Reanimator one time, and we yeah. we loved Reanimator. Yeah, Reanimator so that movie was great. Nuts. Yeah, the movie's nuts, and we. Um, uh there's a movie that's on the list I've seen it before it's called Color Out of Space with Nicolas Cage and I have not seen that one that's I'm going to need some time before I watch that movie again. But that's another H.P. Lovecraft movie. Uh, it's on our list that we're going to watch eventually. eventually. But we're going to watch this one today.
1: And with today's movie, we have a paired cocktail as usual. <gasps> oh, yeah. What's our what's our, our drink? It is, the drink is called the Parallel Universe. Oh, which, yeah. Um, there's a whole deal with Parallel Universes. I think so. I think, yeah. Because, I mean, that's H, what they a, said. H.P. Lovecraft um, it is. yeah. So it is white rum, Cointreau. And grapefruit juice. I love a good cointreau. I do too. So we're gonna clink it, clink it, and sink it. Here we go. Hmm. I like it. I can't tell what your face is yet. Not a fan. You're not a fan. Not a. Let me give it the the
0: second go around. Here we go. Are you a fan of grapefruit? No. Oh well, that's why (laughs) this is grapefruit juice. Yeah. No, but but if it's used as like a mixer into something, usually it's okay if it's like part of a drink, it's fine.
1: It's like the the flavor, it's the prominent flavor because that I mean, the quandra has flavor. It's going to sound like, real
0: weird. I'm going to tell you what I'm getting from this. I'm going to tell you and you're going to be like, "What?" But then you're going to be like, "Okay." Let's see. Orange Julius, like an orange cream sickle. Like do you do you you sense that? You sense <sighs> me, all that a little bit? Let me let me um And I think it's grown on me because I'm tasting bit. that. I love a good orange Julius. I love an orange oh, Julius, man. but I don't
1: know that I'm. That's exactly what I'm getting.
0: When I was in middle school, I took a foods when class. When I was in
1: middle school, I took a foods a class. foods
0: class because Fat Boy loves food. And Fat uh, Boy loves food. Yes, he does. And we learned how to make an orange Julius. We
1: learned how to make an orange Julius.
0: I like this. I like. I feel like we could write a musical. But let's not write it about my middle school experiences.
1: But But I learned how to
0: make an orange Julius and man I made those all the freaking I made those and then they taught us how to make um the little uh like you little Debbies. Like dough. You just make your own little pizza just out of like um Yes, cookies. Pizza (laughs) cookies. (laughs) Oh, you mean um lunchables? <laughs> kind of, yeah, so it was like a Lunchables, but you know, <laughs> instead of elementary lunchables. school kids, it was middle school kids, and we would like bake biscuit dough and like Ooh, yeah, put yeah. the pizza toppings on top of that and be, ah, be able to bake. Sounds oh, good. Man. Do they
1: even have like home economics courses? In... The, well, no, they have so you're like a yeah. Do they have any in kind of home middle?
0: It, not in middle school. I don't know if they have it in middle school anymore, but in high school they have legit like food classes. Like, like culinary... we have a we have a friend, uh, Lenny, yeah, who is a, uh, a teacher for a foods class, and they are teaching, like, chef... Legit culinary legit... skills. Yes. They're teaching, awesome. like, legit culinary schools. So, like, you could leave and then go to culinary school after high school and then, like, like already you could be prepared for it. Culinary. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which, that's all... Because, I mean, you look at, like, any of the fine arts, like, if mm-hmm. you take band or theater or choir or anything like that, like, they're assuming your program is good, but they're geared that if you wanted to go into that field, you should have your oh, fundamentals yeah. to go to college. So, it's good to hear there's culinary classes... And in just same- just like schools in
0: the Texas area, there's also schools in the H.P. Lovecraft world, Miskatonic University. Who I I don't know if that I I'm trying to make a segue here, man. Is, I don't got no, one. No, that
1: was a perfect segue to uh, the synopsis before. Okay, watch here we go. It. So here's our synopsis. What is for, that in? Is Miskatonic University in it? I don't know. I haven't okay, seen well, it. No, <laughs> I don't know if it's in. The next, oh my god. Oh my god. If it's in the description, saying I don't know. Okay. okay, I'm giving up. Synopsis. <laughs> A group of scientists have developed the Resonator, a machine which allows whoever is within range to see beyond normal perceptible reality. But when the experiment succeeds, they are immediately attacked by terrible life forms. Dare I say those life forms are from beyond. I, okay, okay.
0: Oh, Oh, I think I got this movie mixed up with a different movie. Oh, I really? don't think I've seen this before. Oh, okay, no, this is great then. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. it. Okay, look in the cast. Okay, if
1: Sam Neill is in this movie, then I've seen it before. I will look at the cast list, but not right now. Okay. Because I want to go watch it. I now.
0: will say, yeah, I, I want to go see this now because I don't know if I've seen it before. But if Sam Neill is in this movie, then I've seen it before. I don't think I've seen this movie. Oh, but I think I've seen like up. pictures from it, and it's pretty effed up. All right, well, we're going to go watch this. I'm excited. This may be the first for both of us. We'll be back. All right, here we go.
1: Every journey begins in the mind. (laughs) A flight of imagination.
0: A vision of what might lie across the universe. (laughs) Or within the deepest regions of the subconscious. Dr. Edward Pretorius is about to embark on such a journey. It's out of control. You've got to turn it off. Something's coming. Humans are such easy prey. From the makers of Reanimator, from beyond. Oh my god. <laughs> I loved that. Well, that was a movie we watched. That was, that a was...
1: grotesque, beautiful Listen. 80s. So Keegan, was that the movie you thought it was?
0: That was Okay, so the movie <laughs> that I thought we were watching that I got the title confused with was In the Mouth of Madness. Uh which is a 90s horror film which is also a great one. It's it's weird. Uh and I think I don't think that's on the list but it should be and it's maybe I'll I'll put it down. on there. Uh, But this is completely different. I remember seeing pictures of of this movie and being freaked out because I'm like, I don't think I can handle that. It was a lot. Um, Listen, if you have a weak stomach, do not watch this film. There's some
1: grotesque creature. like.
0: It's body horror. It's it's gross. It's classic Stuart Gordon film.
1: Perfect fun fact number one. This movie, they had to fight to get... To only get a rating R.
0: Oh, man. When
1: So when they first released it with the original cuts, um, the, uh, the the challenge of the ordeal was that they were claimed – the whole movie was claimed to have been, quote, unquote, 10 times too much of everything. Whether it's gore, whether it was nudity, whether it was whatever. Um, the MS, whatever the, the rating company is, they said yeah. everything was 10 times too much. the mpaa thank you yeah whatever they're called it was 10 times too much Um, so it was a challenge for them to just get it down to a rating wait so
0: there's another cut of that movie that's even worse well
1: they had to cut some stuff oh my god so one of so here just to give you an example oh my god that one of the one of the opening scenes okay um uh, was supposed to be where Dr. Pretorius, who I know we haven't talked characters or anything like that, but he's the first. Yeah. We can just we, get right yeah. into it. Dr. Pretorius. Is Watch kind this of, um, film. Yeah. This is one we're saying now. It's four bucks it. to rent
0: on it's Amazon. It. Do it.
1: So Dr. Pretorius, he's the older doctor of the two that we first meet in the beginning, who he's been building this thing called the resonator that kind of yep. pa- touches to a parallel universe that brings these creatures over. It's but, like a universe living. Within Around, ours, yeah. but
0: we can't see it, and we they can't, can't see, them see us. They,
1: yeah, they can't see us either, unless... Very H.P. Lovecraft. Very much, yeah. unless it's resonating. So there was an opening scene where Dr. Pretorius was hammering a nail through an unwilling female's tongue. Ooh! That got cut, but Ooh. that was one of the opening scenes that we were going to I was kind of
0: telling you, too, I'm like, this movie just kind of starts. It, like, throws you into the middle of the story, where it's like, hey... We're turning on this machine, and there's some effed up stuff happening when we turn on this machine, and it was
1: gross. There's, like, extraterrestrial, like, sky slugs. There's jellyfish jellyfish creatures.
0: there's the ticks the, like the, the ticks, flying tick they're like things. carnivorous there's the carnivorous
1: tick things the sandworms from dune oh there's, yeah <laughs> that thing was cool there's a lot of creatures that, that apparently was like, are living all around. i was not right expecting now.
0: the the sand, the sand yeah, yeah. Well, we say sandworm because that's what it looked that like It looked but, exactly like a sandworm from doom but it wasn't it, it, i was not expecting that thing in the basement and it yeah, was like, out of nowhere. What? like what
1: so this movie came out october 12th 1986 and okay. my favorite thing about okay. good horror movies from the eighties is they could not rely on CGI and all well, they could, but they, it's, we didn't have the technology to do that. Yeah. So when it comes to special effects, it's practical, they're it's doing all, practical. all of it.
0: It's so cool. like, just looking at it from a special effects standpoint, cause it, it does. It's, uh, I think the thing came out in 82 and so it has some, like, there's definitely some big, big inspiration from like, uh, John Carpenter's, the thing, um, just with creature design and the way everything like just morphs into other things oh so the guy's head opens up and oh i
1: forgot that so yeah. fun fact on the special effects okay not only did they have four completely separate special effect teams for this okay. movie yeah but the majority of the special effects were done by john carl i'm gonna probably butcher this but okay. it's Berkler um do you know that name
0: i have no idea who that is so did he do the thing
1: uh, Not the thing, but okay. you're going to recognize a lot of these titles. And all a right. lot of you guys are going to recognize these movies and his work. So he's very well known for special effects for Hatchet. I threw that one on there because oh, we're nice. supposed to watch yes, that one soon. Actually,
0: I think the way it's going to line up is our next film that we're going to do. We're going to do a special for the audience. So definitely watch or listen to our next ones because we're going to do a cool special, we'll on, a special all on all of the, the Hatchet films.
1: Every single one of them. So um, John Carl did Hatchet, Mortuary. <laughs> Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Oh, the Yeah,
0: because that makes sense. The um the guy when he drinks from the wrong cup. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Um Bride of Reanimator. Not the first one, but Bride of Oh the man, second. that
0: definitely we need to watch that one too, because that one's even more effed up than the first one.
1: Halloween four, Return of Michael Myers. Oh
0: the Oh man, I hated that film.
1: Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dream Master. That one's great. Friday the thirteenth, part seven.
0: Oh seven, That's, new blood. That is the Stephen King Friday the Thirteenth, where they're battling like the psychic. It's like Firestarter Stephen King type girl battling Jason, and like that movie is legit good. And the six last, and seven, Best. the last
1: one that he not the last one, but the last one I put on here because it was funny is Troll. Not Troll 2. Troll. But the first one that's with com- Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes, which is completely unrelated yeah. to Troll 2, which is quite <laughs> funny. And then additional fun fact about John Carl Burkler, if I'm okay. saying that correctly. Okay. He also directed the last two. So he directed Troll and he directed Fr- um, Friday the 13th Part 7. Oh
0: wow, okay. Did he direct anything else? He-, um,
1: he has a couple other directing okay. credits to his name, uh, but those are the, the two that jumped out Interesting. For the most. Okay. So, yeah, special effects in this movie, needless to say, were top Oh, notch. yeah. The, oh, the yeah, for 1986 as well. Like things busting out of their heads, the, the creatures alone. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. So, you've seen it now. What do you think the budget was for this movie? Okay, here we go. Here we I go. Uh, I was very surprised. Yeah, I'm going to say
0: it's pretty expensive to make this film. Uh, Stuart Gordon was pretty known in the 80s, uh, but it was more like B-horror films. <laughs> Um Damn. man okay budget I'm going to go 5 million
1: not far off 4.5 Oh nice okay okay now what do you think they made
0: Uh I'm going to say they made their budget back maybe by a little bit cuz like again it's not like a huge Not a huge following, but he's got like a good cult following, Stuart Gordon. But that may have not have been until like the '90s or 2000s when that happened. So I'm going to say seven million made about seven million.
1: How much did it make? One point three. No, and that's actually I rounded up. It's actually like one point two six something. So I rounded up to one point three.
0: What's funny is like, so he never made a lot of movie, a lot of money off of his movies. So like Reanimator. Uh, all like the HP Lovecraft movies that he made. Nick, I think he did Necronomicon. Uh, a lot of those, he never made a ton of money off of them, but then they get this weird cult following. And like every now and then you'll see this movie from beyond and his other ones reanimator, all that on, uh, like Alamo draft house. And every single time they put one of those movies on, they sell out.
1: Yeah, because like, have sells cult, out. They have the cult following now, mm-hmm. but maybe at the time of yeah, it was a movie. People
0: probably they saw the trailer and were like mm, we don't want to go see this in a the theaters. But then you had VHS that got popular through yeah uh, the early '80s to the, like the '90s, and people were like really that's where the following probably came from. Was. And
1: then people started going back to watch mm-hmm. the other ones, a little too. Low. So, and now he
0: just does like Stuart Gordonard did, did. he's I think he's dead now. Uh, 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 twenty twenty. Uh, he. Uh, pretty much just did straight to video
1: yeah so yeah according to the producers production uh ran out of money yeah. before the finale was uh finished which oh, says, the... i mean look the the house blowing up and all that, those final scenes
0: yeah you could tell it was a miniature like with the fire coming out the window and, like that looks like <laughs> like a miniature that's so burning this was right a now. very
1: expensive movie they did not meet their budget so funny fun fact as well they actually filmed this in, in italy Okay. Because it was cheaper to hire the yeah. Italian crews to save money. This movie would have cost $15 million if they shot this in the U.S.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and, and, like, there were no locations that they needed that were like, this has to nothing, look like yeah, the nothing, U.S.A. right here. And, I mean, they... I mean, we saw X that took place in Houston in, and it was New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. I would have never known that that movie was in New Zealand. No, so, like, who cares it, about locations? And they dressed
1: up the houses like I yeah. mean, they, the Confederate, not the Confederate flag. <laughs> Ooh, not the Confederate flag. Cut that, cut that. Um, cut that, cut that. No the cut that. No cut the uh, original 13 Colonies flag. Oh, yeah. And they had the, the, the don't, don't Tread, tread on, on Me, me flag Oh, the with woman the snake. walking
0: through the house just looking for her dog and there's a Don't Tread On Me flag. I'm like, lady, advertise yourself. They could have guns. Yeah, you're going to get shot. But also um, that Edward what was it pistoria pistoria, pistoria uh, Peoria, Peoria, Peoria. Uh, pretorius. pretorius pretorius pretentious oh pretorius Pretentia- uh, probably don't be alone in a room with that guy
1: yeah, so <laughs> nobody
0: should be alone
1: in we a room. find with out that, guy. that this main doctor, who uh, is the first one that dies, he uh, apparently is like this sex addict, a sexual deviant. He has a sex dungeon in his mansion, and you, the like, you watching, walk in later, and you hear like the sound of two people like doing it. He was it.
0: Dorian, Dorian Gray, what Fifty Shades of Gray, Fifty Shades of and that his name Dorian Gray. I don't know. Never I don't, No, that's the those. that's the uh mirror that's or the picture guy.
1: It's I don't know. Dorian.
0: Is it, isn't Dorian Gray the guy with the picture where I like the picture know. gets older as he gets younger or something like that? Benjamin
1: Button, man. Who's
0: I don't <laughs> Christian Gray. That's who he is. It's Christian Bale. Christian Gray. Don't i don't know you're i saw about. 50 shades of gray i don't i've never watched or read i saw it. that movie i saw 50 shades of gray in the theater with your mom we went I, oh god no <laughs> i did see i i talked about this the other day uh i saw american pie the first american pie movie when i was in like middle i would have had to have been in like middle school like sixth or seventh grade with i saw mom. that with my mom and my friend and his mom. Oh, that's awkward. And they the the moms were just cracking up and just dying laughing at everything because we were so uncomfortable. But we were laughing too. So But uh, I saw fifty shades of gray at a theater. Uh, it was me, uh, friend Christy and our friend Jorge. It was just the three of us. It was after a rehearsal. We were like, let's go drink. Let's go watch this movie at like 10 30 at night yeah, after yeah. a rehearsal and just have fun. And it was us and two people about uh, six or seven rows back and all of us all five of us in that theater were just roasting it and laughing and yelling at the screen and just having a good
1: time i love that so i've seen one unfortunate movie with my mother so my mother has passed away since uh 2018 but there's one movie i distinctly remember because it was so awkward um i think it was the first scary movie Oh God! Um, yeah, I Are think we, it was either the yeah. first one or the second one. But the scene was With the penis in the ear. The penis in the ear. Oh man, was that the first one?
0: That I think that was the first one. Yeah,
1: it had to have been the first because it was. It, I was taken it was
0: parroting. It was Scream Two.
1: Yes, where they put he puts the ear like he hears like uh, someone giggling in the stall <laughs> There's next to a glory hole in there. So he puts yeah. his ear next to the glory hole. And then you only see that you don't see. He doesn't see it, but you see like the tip of a penis go <laughs> like, in his ear, and he's like, ooh, "Ooh, ooh," and then it goes straight through and through his brain, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and I I watched that with my mom, and I was like, I think she I thought think it was going to be an actual scary movie. She I didn't think realize I it was a parody. saw that movie
0: with my parents and friends, the same friends that we saw American Pie with. I think we saw that movie together as well. That's and funny. That movie is great. scary that first. The first, the first two, two scary yeah, movies are so great. freaking good.
1: Really, really great.
0: I say that, but then we go back and watch them. We're gonna watch it for this podcast. Yeah. Like- actually, that's the podcast. It's just we watch scary movie over and over again. Yeah, that's the scary movie podcast.
1: Podcast. Keegan and Carlos. Oh, so oh no, that's not the end or only... the beginning. Oh, oh wait, we're back. Sorry, man. Um, so, what do you think the Rotten Tomato <laughs> rating was for this movie? We actually oh, do have one this time. Man, I'm Beaster Day. I don't know because I liked it so much. I'm a little biased right now, but ah. So let's do critic first. Okay,
0: critic. I think is pretty low. Okay. I'm going to say that one's pretty low. I'm going to say like forty percent.
1: Nope. So okay, really, higher l- or lower? Let's jump to the audience score. Okay, audience score. It's actually score... very close to the audience, surprisingly. Wait, I was? No, the the, the critic score oh, is close to the audience okay. score. So let's go to audience, what you think that would be. Audience score, I'm going to say 60. Higher. 70? It's 70. So what do you think the critic score is? So you said close? it's close to it. So I'll say critic score is like 65. It's a higher than the audience what? score. What? Okay. Mm. Uh, 80. 78. 78. Okay. Yep. Tomato meter, 78. Audience score, 70. Okay. So we're,
0: cause I would say then it's a pretty, it's known as a pretty classic. Like body horror film, it's pretty good. Like,
1: and again, thinking that it's the 80s, they had to actually create Mm -hmm. all those special effects. So, let's, let's uh, let's paint the picture of just the opening scene. We don't need to go through the whole movie, but this is what sets up the whole thing. So, um, uh, there's two doctors. The first one, I can't remember his name, but he's played, um, uh, crap, what's his name? Jeffrey uh, Combs. Jeffrey Combs, who plays this doctor. Yeah. Who,
0: and great character actor. He's done some good stuff. There's a movie recently. It's uh, Brittany Snow from X, is yeah. in it? It's Truth or Dare. We need to put that. I've never seen it. I haven't But, to, but everybody either. who I've talked to says that movie is great. It's like a Netflix straight-to-streaming straight to streaming movie type thing. Put it on the list. Uh, put and put he's it in it, it and he plays like this guy who's making people play Truth or Dare, but it's like bad Truth or Dare. hide or seek yeah
1: yeah whatever that one was called it's not called hide or seek i don't remember i feel like we looked it up the other day too oh ready or Um, not ready or not yeah that movie is so good it's that's a great movie Oh, ready, such an
0: unexpected great that movie and then um oh we talked about this because we talked about it with ty west uh you're next yes you're next and i think you're You're next and ready or not it's fine and all of a sudden
1: you're like oh no it's great oh yeah um so yeah, these two doctors, they have this machine. Like like Keegan said, this movie starts. Oh like, yeah, it You just don't get any begins. exposition, you're like, boom, we're dropping you in. So I love I stuff it. like
0: that so much. So like. Put the, in it, let's go. The first thing that really made me aware of stuff like that, it was Breaking Bad, where yeah. Vince Gilligan was just like, I don't like a ton of exposition. Let's I just want to show in. audiences a story and just start, just begin. Let's and that's when in. I first started noticing it, was when I listened to his commentary on it, and now I'm like, oh, every, st- every story needs to begin that way. Yeah. I don't need to hear about 20 minutes of... Hey, here's a machine. We're going to build it. Okay, tell me about this machine. Okay, here's this doctor who's going to build be... No, just show me a doctor with a machine and
1: messed yeah. up things happening. You can get exposition through future development. Exactly. Which is how we exactly. get it, fl- yep. Not really flashbacks. Like Lost, um, which I I love Lost. Lost does a lot of their exposition through flashbacks, mm-hmm. and I love that. They, they focus on the story. They drop you in with a plane crash on the island. Yeah. And every exposition you get is flashbacks and story, and that's the character development. And
0: I, I think that's what made this story so good was just like you got exposition as it went through yeah. the action.
1: So they start the story with this machine. He's turning it on. He turns it on like clearly not full power because there's mm-hmm. these four tuning forks. One of them starts glowing, and this like I call eel it thing, eel sky slug, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> is like starts floating around the tuning fork, and then he's like, oh, and then it comes at his face. And, like, yeah, it does. On it, <laughs> he, oh, wait. He, oh, that's inappropriate. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and it, like, latches onto his face and he, like, rips it off and turns the, uh, it's called the resonator. He yeah. turns the resonator off, the machine. He runs downstairs to Dr. Pretorius, who's how Dr. Pretorius. He's like, Ooh, it's working. It's working. He's Let's like, go. You, you better not be bullshit Yeah. He doesn't actually sound like that at all. Um, and then they go up and do it. Dr. Pretorius turns the whole uh, thing on full blast, mm-hmm. turns it on, and, like, starts grabbing his forehead, but, and, like, apparently it, like, eroticizes you. Like, it, yeah, so that was the big thing in the movie it, it, is... It, it makes your, um... Your- Oh, okay, what, was the, a, what was the name the of it what was the name of it so pineal, this movie is pi- very inconsistent it there's <laughs> but i didn't care about any inconsistencies
0: because it was good so like, a, the
1: movie was good it
0: makes you not care about continuity errors there's a
1: gland in your brain it may be pronounced uh pineal it may be pronounced pineal pineal pineal, pineal, pineal. It may be pronounced pineal oh wait um wow whoa Um. whoa they pronounce it, like, six different ways, but it, pineal is what I'm going to call it, or pineal. Yeah. Maybe that's something more prophetic. Kind of medical. I don't know. But there's this gland. It's your
0: third eye, and it's, it's – apparently in real life it's supposed to release hormones or something for you, but nobody really knows what it does.
1: It's and, Yeah, so it's as, as they turn eye. the resonator on, it, like, resonates your third eye. Yeah. And, like, you get, like – a like, there's literally a, a scene later on where he's, like – how do you explain the boner I had or something like (laughs) that? So it like, apparently just turns you on. And the doctor's like, he's like, doctor, we have to turn it off. Like, no, we have to keep going. And so they keep going. They don't show anything. But you see, this lady walks up because she hears this noise. She's so
0: upset about. She's so
1: upset. She's got her hair. Up my the neighbors curlers. are making noise
0: again, and so
1: she calls the cops. She's got a hairnet on. She doesn't wait for the cops. She goes over there, and her, because her dog bunny, her dog bunny, runs, which by the way, we oh. did record this on Easter Day, so it was ironic that yeah. there's a dog called Bunny. Yeah, runs over to this house, and so she walks in, and like Keegan said, it has these American flags that don't tread on me. It's like, woman, I wouldn't just walk Announce into your house. Announce yourself, lady. Yeah. <laughs> now entering madam bunny owner. um she walks up the stairs to grab bunny and as she picks the dog up an axe comes to the door very um uh shining yep uh, i was waiting for my here's johnny moment yep and she starts running and the guy the the doctor jeffrey combs starts running yep. out too um fast forward to um or fast forward the uh, dr pretorius he's up in the attic his head has been clean bitten off, like twisted,
0: twisted off. But which happens to Jeffrey Combs later on. Later world. on,
1: but there's no blood. There's no no. But there's sp- goo. Nothing.
0: There's substance on on him that they can't identify. Yeah. yeah,
1: unidentifiable substance that no one can identify. So that so kind of sets up the movie that there's this.
0: I things. I really enjoyed, and I think this is like the the director in me. The the i like getting good performances out of people yeah i i like that's one of my favorite things good in this movie that's one of my favorite things as a director is just like working on realistic good interactions between actors and you had this weird scene where um these characters these characters are all meeting up you have a da uh, a psychologist, the the surgical psychologist lady, who's like
1: the counterpart.
0: Yeah, of the psychologist. you have all of them meeting up, and you have Jeffrey Combs there, and they're all talking, and it could e- that scene could easily be played just like really badly. Yeah, they it could just be committed. a bad, and like none of them are great actors. Nobody needed like none of them were just like these. I wouldn't give an Oscar like, to anybody. No.
1: But, but they every single
0: it. person was, like, involved in the scene, Committed. talking to each other, not just, like, were, I'm going to deliver my lines. Here no, we go. there was
1: connection. It was action. Like, I was like, this is, a, this is a good film. Yeah, so they locked Jeffrey this. Combs up in a psych war because they think he's crazy because he's talking yeah. about these, like, things that you can't see, but they can see us and – you know, you can't see him in us, so they they lock him away, and we get great scenes like that. Everybody
0: was just completely committed to their, their characters roles, yeah. and to their lines. Their dialogue, and like the DA, who was this guy who was in the that trench coat thing, yeah,
1: He was just like, which was it was a good coat. Easily, we both wanted it.
0: easily could have just cast it with any actor and just been like, yeah, just deliver your lines. And it was like, no, like Stuart Gordon, good job directing this scene because like yeah. every single actor you had was just like, no. We have to be committed to this because it's an outrageous concept. Like the whole movie itself is just an outrageous, stupid, weird concept. And but it sells and they yeah. sold it. And that was part of the reason I'm like, I'm sold on this movie. I like this. I like these performances. This is good. So But look at look at Reanimator. Yeah. Look at Reanimator another... where like every single person in that movie was sold on that concept. Because you can compare it to like other movies we've watched, like beaster day like oh okay we're not gonna consider that because that's not even nobody was sold on any you know no. it was just actors delivering lines but like, why was look no at even rotten tomato score for that look at like mortuary, mortuary which was like a nobody like even bill paxton even that age how young he was nobody was a good actor in that movie no nobody was sold on their lines everybody was just kind of throwing away their lines nobody cared about any other actor in the scene with them they were just saying yeah a, this is very different yeah. This is just it, I, it was good I feel like I'm droning on and on now about just like these performances but and this a lot of that stupid is stupid credited
1: to the director really <laughs> yeah. so i mean let's let's talk about the director real quick so we've said the name Stuart gordon um, he also directed Reanimator, mm-hmm. um, Bride of Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator. A lot of things that people know, and so this this film itself was based off of an H.P. Lovecraft story. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it, it's which actually is a short story. It's only like seven pages long. Probably like ninety
0: percent of Stuart Gordon's work of so yeah. Stewart Gordon had a, like Lovecraft. this whole
1: concept of wanting to do a lot of Lovecraft. Movies, yeah, he, which he wanted is to create like, a world. He did. um, d- Dare you say he was the originator of the multiverse? Yeah, because like. Uh, all
0: of those movies, like even though the same actors are playing different characters, they were all like H.P. Lovecraft and that's stories. what he wanted to. Do. So he wanted mm-hmm. to
1: use. So if you watch this and Reanimator and some of the others, it's a lot of the same leading actors and actresses. So because there's... he wanted to use the same people, a because they were used to his directing style, mm-hmm. b. They were already going to be used to him asking them to do some really out there weird shit. Yeah, yeah. Because he makes them do some really out there <laughs> oh, things. Oh, there's
0: some scenes. Like the some... monster, the main big monster. Yeah. When he's, like, ripping off the girl's clothes and exposing her boobs. It's like, oh, uh, that's kind of questionable to do this to an actress right here. But, it, like, if you no, have people it was that know part that are, of the story. Yeah. And, like, he, she was like, okay. I, although, I think, was that a body double? I think it was a body double. The girl? Yeah. I don't think it was. 'Cause I d I don't remember seeing her face in the same shot as maybe I don't I don't know. think
1: that was a bot so he got this idea from when he like his theater life where oh. you do a lot of the same things with like your troupe and mm-hmm. you have all you're used to working with each other and so he's like I'm gonna adapt that to film. Yep. I'm gonna keep the same crew. So not even just interesting. the actors his production crew is actually a lot of the same people and roles for like reanimator, this movie. And Very interesting. Well okay, cool. Again, they all know how to work with him. They uh-huh. already they already know what they're getting into. A yeah. movie that's more than rated R that's a little oh, yeah. 10 times too much if you will. Cuz I think
0: I think uh reanimator either ended up getting rated X or unrated. I think it's uh it was before NC-17 so I think yeah. it, it's either rated X, which was the first Evil Dead movie was rated X. Um it's either that rating or it's it ended up going unrated. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Uh because like he didn't want to have to cut like this movie, he didn't want to have to he cut wanted- things.
1: And I mean, it's it's Lovecraft. It's already really far yeah. out there stuff oh, like yeah. that. So, um,
0: well, what's funny is like you go into H.P. Lovecraft's like body of work, and we're not going to talk about the man in general because that guy was <laughs> very racist, very questionable.
1: His life was very interesting. I, so I I got into a deep dive on Lovecraft. The name of Lovecraft his cat in because... itself is Wait, what's the, I don't know the name of his cat. I'm not going to say Can the name not of say his it on cat. The air? Okay, uh,
0: it is. Uh, uh yeah we're not gonna say it's anything it's is the it, word that charlie said last I was gonna night say, on it, with the episode of always sunny that we were watching <laughs> what is it hero or um hero or uh uh hate crime
1: here so yeah if you're an always sunny fan there's we watched an episode last night we we love the series we've quoted it we've oh man tip perhaps many times already on this podcast where there's an so, episode yeah. uh, hero or hate crime where they get away with a lot of slurs but they do it there's never a good time for a slur, but they do it tastefully and yeah, yeah, their yeah. their their use of slurs and in general all their things are all, always commentary on why you shouldn't do this. They're never doing it hatefully. It's and that's like, one of the episodes. Duh.
0: That's one of the episodes where they particularly are like really good at commentary. Yes. Uh, but so, anyways,
1: that we, we digress. We love Sunny. H.P.
0: <laughs> Lovecraft, uh, very cr- questionable human being. Yes. We don't really like H.P.
1: Lovecraft. Very weird but upbringing. Very racist. It's fine. Yeah. it's not. Um,
0: fine. This is fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. Uh, but uh, his work of his like body of work isn't necessarily gory. Like there's yeah. no gore. It's there's no like blood and guts and there. grossness in H.P. Lovecraft's work. But if you interpret it a certain way turns
1: into a lot of people interpret it that way
0: monsters because he he, he i won't say he originated it because there's authors like in in you know the medieval times and the renaissance renaissance that had those types of monsters and there's painters uh who had those types of like weird monsters and stuff but he really uh made famous like the idea of body horror monsters and uh, the idea of, And and here's another thing with H.P. Lovecraft is if he couldn't describe a monster, if it was just so out there and weird looking, he just wouldn't describe it in his books. He would say, oh, a person looked at it and went mad as they looked at it. So it was like, oh, I don't actually have to describe this monster. I can just say people go crazy looking at it. Someone
1: wants to interpret it from film. It's cheap and lazy, but it's it's cool. (laughs) But it allows the interpretation of, well, this is what we're going to create.
0: Yeah. And that's why a lot of people say like his work is unfilmable. So there's uh Guillermo del Toro and Tom Cruise I love uh, Tom actually Toro. have a um Oh my god, what is the name of the the Is it in the Mouth of Madness? The which is the Sam Neill one that I thought it was. You thought, yeah. Uh Mountains of uh, into the Mountains of Madness. Mouselium. I think yeah, it's Mawson. Mousel- <laughs> Nimod. Neobots. There's <laughs> just lots of throwbacks right here. We digress. Uh but there is uh a um a book that he wrote that Guillermo del Toro has been wanting to do for like 15 plus years now. And Tom Cruise has been attached to the project because he was like, if we can get somebody with lots of money and a big name attached to this to do it, and it's they go to Alaska, and it's kind of the plot of the thing. Uh, But it's H.P. Lovecraft, and it's um, uh, a movie they've been wanting to make for years. Mountains of Madness is the name of it. And they've been wanting to make it for like – 15 20 years and it's never been made because hp lovecraft's work is it's famously so hard, yeah. unfilmable it's just the thing like we said it is oh a monster so grotesque i can't destroy describe so it that drives you, have you to crazy to actually make yeah it and figure out like what does it look like How exactly exactly Exact, But I feel like Stuart Gordon does a good job of yeah. bringing some of that stuff to life. There's another movie we were talking about, uh, multi- uh, 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 like the MCU, yeah. the Marvel Shared Universe, where it's like all of these stories take place in the same world. Um, there's a movie recently, Color Out of Space, uh, that I was able to watch half of it, and then I had to turn it off because it was so disgusting. Oh, wow. And I liked it and I enjoyed it. But then uh, it finally – I paid for it, and I was like, okay, I can't watch this. And then my rental went up, and I was like, okay. Uh, and then I ended up watching the second half of it on Shudder when it finally came to Shudder, sure. which is – it is on our list, Carlos. So – Oh, boy. We're going to watch it eventually. Oh, boy. Um, But it's Nick Cage. It's H.P. Lovecraft. Oh it's it's From Beyond with Nick Cage. I'm uh, here for that. And I'm it, here for it. it. But it's more messed up than this. Like, it is even more messed up than this movie. Let's go. Um – but there is a new idea that this, di- not director, because this director just got, like, Me too or something, so he's not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not part of uh, anything anymore. Uh, but the producer wants to do, like, a shared universe okay. with, like, starting with this film, Color Out of Space. And I think they have a second, like, follow-up film coming out that's H.P. Lovecraft related. So we may be getting, like, a super B.C. movie H.P. Lovecraft's shared universe type I'm thing okay coming out. I'm okay with up. it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Hell
1: yeah. Um so let's go back to uh what is it what did we watch again? I was gonna call From it Beyond From Beyond. I I mean, it's all the same person, right? Um so most of the movie takes place of the the trio, the doc- the doctor that survived, the psychiatrist who comes yep. to pull him out of the psych ward and says, And Bubba! And Bubba is like, well, we have to pull him out, you know, we have to we He's he's not schizophrenic or whatever. He's he's clearly seen something. We need to recreate it. So they go back to the house. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. Somebody who's traumatized, let's take
0: them back to the scene of the crime and and have them relive all of this stuff.
1: Um, What By the way, you don't do that to people. No, you don't.
0: (laughs) Psychologists, uh, in fact, don't do that to people specifically, so they don't have to relive that stuff.
1: And so the the main psychiatrist and then the one that actually owns the psych ward, they clearly are butting heads. She's like, yeah, I know you and I know your methodology. You Mm -hmm. do experiments on your people. You have science first. Like, clearly they don't like each other. Yeah. That comes into play <laughs> later. You know what didn't come into play later? Ooh, what? what oh, the door. The child locks. I know. That was kind of dumb. It didn't. So there's a part where he, like, tries to get out of the door and he's like, ha ha. Bob is like, child locked, man. Child locks.
0: Maybe we're, that we're was. Like, That's
1: going to come into play later where someone's going to get locked in there and they, they die in there.
0: Maybe that was something that was cut.
1: I, it, it could maybe have been cut.
0: they didn't have the budget. They were like, they wrote it in the script and they filmed it and they edited it and they were like, I oh, mean, we don't have the budget, budget to they train out of the budget
1: <laughs> um So what? What was the address of this house, Keegan? You remember? Six 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 Benevolent Street. Six 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 Benevolent Street. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, that was a fun. You were like
0: six six six. That's <gasps> <steel box> <laughs> backwards. <laughs> 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 it's not no bugs there's a, and then they like very clearly showed that it was 666 yeah multiple they made sure times. multiple
1: times to like, like get on and then they're like benevolent benevolent, benevolent street. let's make sure we highlight that but and
0: i think that may be a hp lovecraft thing too but yeah. benevolent street because i noticed that uh um i forgot his name in the in the movie but um um Oh my God! Jeffrey Combs had a Miskatonic University shirt on. Yeah, and that's like the famous university where all the bad things happen. Uh, so, like H.P. Lovecraft's universe, usually it takes place in Arkham, New England. Arkham Knight. Oh, mm. <laughs> no, well, uh, that's so. That's where uh, DC got the name for Arkham Asylum is from. Really? H.P. Lovecraft. I Arkham didn't know that. Sea- that's yeah. awesome. So, uh, a lot of it takes place in like Arkham, New Zealand. New Zealand. New <laughs> New England. <laughs> Uh, it takes place in Arkham, New England. No specific state. Usually, like they're like Boston area, something like that. Uh, and it's Arkham is like the name of the state or town or city. And then Miskatonic University is in Arkham, which is like where all the bad things happen. Interesting. So it's all like New England-based stuff. It's all connected. Man, those those freaking patriots from beyond. Those New Englanders.
1: Those they're from beyond.
0: Although I'm, I'm wondering why nobody has a Boston accent up there, though. It's like, Listen, ah, man, we gotta go get these. Uh, oh, this is a terrible Boston. That
1: was really bad. But
0: <laughs> hold on, wait. Park the car in the Harvard. Yeah, there we go. Cookies. Hey, man, we gotta go. We gotta go get these. uh these monsters. We gotta go get these monsters. Go get some coffee and get some monsters.
1: We do voices sometimes, folks. A lot of <laughs> yeah, times, we if do. you haven't noticed.
0: <laughs> We um, gotta go get these monsters. Uh, wait, Christopher walk. Uh, hey, how's it going, Carlos? Oh, boy. I'm here to talk to you about uh, From Beyond. It's good. It's, it's good. a good, 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 good movie. It's good I liked it. Uh,
1: it was strange. You smell that? <laughs> what was that? What? It smells like rotten eggs. <laughs> it smells... Don, Donna <laughs> Keegan's mom don, is downstairs making hard-boiled eggs, so all, for, Easter, for Easter we're having hard-boiled eggs and, for smoked Easter. Smoked yeah. Eggs, yeah. Um, anyway. So they, the, the, the trio's in their house; they're getting the re-animator, reanimator, the resonator to work. Yep, and multiple things happen. Yep. Like they turn it on; they all get aroused. They see the uh, Doctor Pretorius comes back. Every time we see him, he keeps mutating and is gro- more grotesque. And oh grotesque, yeah, because
0: the monster ate his head, and then he becomes the monster he becomes after the it monster. eats his head because it swallows his mind and, and he's he takes control. With this parallel yeah, parallel universe or whatever. But then at the end, it also eats uh, the Jeffrey. The Combs. other, yeah, the other doctor's and head, he and he becomes so it's a part of it. It's two minds fighting within the same, the same body, one. and when they show that, it is disgusting. Oh, that's
1: one of the best scenes. It is like they
0: keep trying to take control of the body so they're like forming into this monster and then ripping it apart and then forming again into this monster and then ripping it so apart before we quite get Ugh. there there's this one Ugh. particular
1: thing where the pineal pineal whatever gland it comes out of the head which first of all uh when i <laughs> good looked effects, it up like pretty good effects. good effects but when i looked it up the pineal 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 yeah. gland is actually further back and if it were to actually come forward it would cause way more damage and that's not <laughs> medically correct I mean, the fact that it comes out and wiggles is clearly not medically you know, correct. Anyway, I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna say that this movie probably isn't super medically accurate
1: no, with a lot I'm of just, things, just Carlos. Saying. But it comes up. But I so think that's
0: the point. They talk about that at the beginning of the movie when he gets his CAT scan, where they're like, "Oh, why is his pineal gland, so pineal large. gland, so large? It's yeah. growing."
1: Yeah. So the, his like multiple times you see. His forehead, like pulsing, Jeffrey Combs. Oh, yeah. And then later on, Good he's effect, like, man, be a part of me. Like, yeah. like the, the sandworm thing, like, eats him and, like, rips all of his hair and his clothes off. Yeah, he's off. bald after he gets eaten and by the sandworm. he, You know, eventually he, he releases his gland and it comes out of his forehead. Like, he's still a human. But I, okay. His gland is, like, just the, wiggling about. The part I really liked that was kind of cool, but it was, like, super. It reminded me of,
0: um, uh, this is going to be a weird reference. It reminded me of The Good Place with uh, Janice. Anytime they like show Janice, they don't ever show her just like popping into the scene. It's a cut. And they just magically show her in the scene. Now they did that with the monsters, where it was like, oh, they shut it down, and then you cut, and they're not in the monster anymore. So yeah. I thought that was really interesting way of showing. Like, but it was cheap, but it worked really well. It was inexpensive but it made sense for the production. The whole thing
1: with like the resonator is, when as it's, soon as when it's, it's off, off, that world is gone. You can't see them; they can't see you. There's no interaction. So, yeah. like, he was being eaten halfway by the sandworm, like pretty much up to his waist. Yeah, and then they, they shut it off the power off and just in time. And he falls to the ground, and he from his waist up is like bruised, yeah, no oh, hair, yeah. like like the acid eroded everything. Mm-hmm. Great effects, Um oh yeah. So there's oh there's also one scene I'm going to mention this because it, it ties to my one of my final fun facts. Um Fun the psych- facts with Carlos, we need yeah. A, we need a tag. The psychiatrist, as you know, we said the resident are like. Turns you on and stuff. Like mm-hmm. she gets like really aroused by it. And in the sex she dungeon, she is in some
0: SM gear. In the sex dungeon, leather. She finds like
1: Doctor Pretorius is like leather bounding, and stuff. it fits
0: her perfectly too. I should say
1: bindings, tools. I, I like to be bound. I like to be bound. Like to be bound. Oh, always Sunny reference.
0: reference. Always Sunny reference.
1: Um, but she puts it all on, <laughs> and then she like hops on top of him while he's sleeping. It's a really uncomfortable scene, and would not oh, fly yeah.
0: nowadays. She okay. would have gotten me too.
1: But. Um, so, she, yeah, she wears this, like, weird leather suit. So, the reason I'm telling that is there's a really fun story. Oh, here we go. Um, so, in an interview in 2016 with Barbara Crampton, who plays the main psychiatrist... What um, else has she been She in? had a 13-year-old, or has, at the time, had a 13-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old oh, no. son, and they asked if they had seen the film, um, or any of her other early films, where she, you know, she shows boobs, she's really scantily clad and does that, she, uh, Crampton said, no... But my son's friends have seen all of my stuff on the internet. And they were like, dude, your mom's naked and in black leather. And her son was like, mom, you should have told me before my friends saw it. <laughs> and so she's like, I'm sorry, dear. And so then she let her son see everything. How like how awkward is that? It's like Man, your 13-year-old but- son. And you're like, all right, here. Your friends have seen it. Like, here's your mom being naked and, like, groped.
0: But, like... When you're an actor, I guess, and that stuff like, is out there, you got to let them know that, like... This is hey, what I did. by the way... There's
1: no hiding that. It's out there. This is my
0: job. This yeah. is what I'm paid for. This is what I've done. Your mom uh, shows what booties, I've done. Letting you know now. So try to avoid this at all costs.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm letting you know now. And to be fair... To be to fair! To be fair. To be fair. Um, yeah, she maybe could have said, son, you're 13. Your friends may see this. I show boobs. Hey, uh, you want a fun fact with Keegan right now?
0: Ooh, oh, I got a couple of fun Keegan. facts right here. Uh, is it about so her so selling I'm the leather? Up Barbara Barbara Compton Com- Crampton? Crampton. Crampton Crampton. Okay, so we just mentioned the movie. You're next. She's in that movie. Oh, is she? Yeah, I think she's probably one of the moms or something in that movie. Yeah, because that would be a little uh, older than her. And career. I've been playing a lot of Back for Blood lately. Mm-hmm. She plays the, or she does the voice of one of my favorite characters, mom yeah so
1: she's clearly in the mom phase of her career right now
0: that's great uh, that's funny because i'm looking at a lot of her stuff just it's a lot of she's just done. like uh one-off um oh she is in a movie that is on our list that we have to go see or okay. that we have to watch okay puppet master the littlest reich okay and it is a comedy horror film with mom oh, sold already uh Thomas Lennon from Reno 911, okay. Lieutenant Dangle. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see, like, the, the list of names on this uh, movie are insane, but apparently it is a really bad B movie that was recently made that is super, super gory. I love it.
1: Yeah. Also, the leather suit from this extension was sold at a garage sale for a lot of money. <laughs> I don't have the dollar amount, but I did oh, find it. Oh my that. God.
0: It just says for a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um,
1: so, what do you think the kill count was for this movie, by the way?
0: Oh, not high at all.
1: So, well, let me let me preface this. We're counting creature and human. And sometimes human kills double because it's the human and then the creature later on. But
0: d- did they die? Did they actually... Or is it con- confirmed that that creature died at the end?
1: Assuming... So, when the house blows up, yeah. to answer that question, anything that was in the house is assumed dead.
0: Okay. Then, that's two. And then we had Bubba. And then Bubba. we had the uh, Doctor... The two paramedics. So
1: seven, ten. Who are the other three? So they are counting Doctor Pretorius, the human, at the beginning as well. Oh, that's so what I was saying. Separate. Some people are going to count multiple. Okay, so. there's so Doctor got- Pretorius at the beginning. Um, there's Bubba. Uh-huh. There's the t- the paramedic and the EMT from the car. Okay, there's the psych ward person. Um. There's Monster Form, Dr. Pretorius. There's Monster Form, Jeffrey Combs. Okay, so we're counting that twice. They're counting okay. the sandworm. They counted the sandworm. That died? They Because he, he jumped on it and, like, stabbed it. That one is a stretch for me. Yeah. But they, when I looked at the yeah. list, they counted it. So I was okay. Like, okay. okay. We'll count um, it. We'll count Wait, what, where'd you get this list from? Um, The internet. So it's true. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Okay, that counts. So that counts. True. That tracks. That tracks. That tracks.
1: Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so I mean, this the movie is really just the the growing, growing, and the the gland and everything, and then the monster becoming back. Like they even unplug everything, and the monster like finds a way to like the like funnel the electricity up yeah. to oh, it, yeah. like plugs it all back in, like he's in charge. Um, there's a scene where they try to like, oh, there's the, where the scene where Bubba falls. And they clearly put like padding and foam on. The oh thing, my gosh! The, yeah, he, he falls and hits his head on the table. It's gone, and
0: then you don't see the foam on so the table. So there's some fun for,
1: continuity yeah. things. So there's that. I there's didn't the notice the cheek thing though. So I read somewhere that he gets the scar in the cheek from the like the at the beginning, and it's supposed to like be on both sides and be mixed. I did match. not notice it. Never noticed it. But mm-hmm. the window, the window
0: breaks like seven times in that movie. Breaks times,
1: but then it's fixed, and it's broken, and yeah. it's fixed.
0: Who's fixing all these windows in this in this the old light mansion? light switch. Oh, she goes to flick the light switch, but and her hand doesn't move. Click, click,
1: click. oh the lights are out and then she starts and then she starts head. doing it yeah um, this is some fun continuity but I don't things. care about any of that I stuff because it was still, so much fun yeah, like the movie great. was gross and weird and fun and it yeah. was really fun it, the whole movie is just him gro- The Doc Jeffrey Combs doing more basically more psychotic and more becoming Dr. Pretorius essentially yeah, yeah. eventually getting and absorbed and she becomes
0: uh, Dr. Pretorius too kind of she like kinda, she goes like so she...
1: after D- Jeffrey Combs gets absorbed and Keegan like described like the monsters like Jeffrey Combs like coming out of him and then yeah. getting pulled back in like the internal struggle it's disgustingly grotesque oh yeah but at it's great effect. at the very end, she jumps out the window because she puts a bomb oh but I mean even before machine.
0: that like when she starts getting into like the oh, sex like stuff the sex like stuff, yeah. she is becoming she's him she's going
1: insane too Bubble would have gone insane too because yeah. he said it's the Machine is changing mm-hmm. all of us, but at the end, she puts a bomb to destroy the machine. She jumps up yep. this window right before it explodes. Her kneecap is like hanging oh, out. Man, that was a good effect, Ugh. it was gross, but it was good.
0: Like, and she jumps or that blows up and gets and jumps out the window. And her usually, like, with the compound fracture, yeah, it's they show like the shin bones sticking out. No, her freaking is it is it the femur? Is that what's up here? The femurs, yeah, it's up. Uh, it was uh, like.
1: Her no, the femur is down. Right?
0: Okay, it's whatever connection... It with your not thigh. medical experts. Yeah, it's your thigh. Whatever the bone, bone. <laughs> whatever bone is connecting your thigh to your hip and your knee. The bone that's that was sticking straight out bone. of her kneecap. Yeah, like was, her knee, was, and the kneecap was still attached to it, and it was like, oh. That's a bad. That's a bad compound fraction. You're gross. gonna and need like, all the neighbors surgery. come
1: by because the the building. The well, neighbors
0: weren't helping her. They're not
1: helping. And guess front and center is old lady with a cur- still with has bunny. the curlers in her hair and her her dog bunny. She walks up. She's like, "I'm going to call the ambulance for you. It's going to be okay."
0: And then the, the doctor just starts laughing.
1: The the award winning performance. Oh, Honestly, man. it was great. It was, oh yeah, she's like screaming because her knees out, but she's also like laughing like yeah, psychotic like. A great performance. Well, I related
0: it to what I really enjoyed about it is we play all these different games and stuff. So I've played like Arkham Horror, Mansions of Madness. There's one uh, board game. I hate board games too. Uh, this one, like, it, like we always play Betrayal at House oh, on the Hill. Betrayal. Yeah, that game is, and this this reminded me of Betrayal at House. Where on you the Hill. You roll for
1: sanity at the very end.
0: Yeah, so like it would have been you won the game, but then you have to roll for sanity, and, and then you, you die yeah. because you like you your go sanity insane. goes to zero. So this girl's sanity, this woman's sanity, would have gone absolutely to zero at the end. Yeah. I mean, honestly. If I was like if I was part of this, the first time you turn on that machine and it happens, my sanity would have been zero and oh, yeah. I would've been like lock me up. I can't handle what I just saw. <laughs> yeah, I would have just instantly just died from insanity right there.
1: But guys, this was like I loved this movie. I recommended it, it was fun. So Heck my yeah. my very last ooh, fun fact. Ooh, oh, the
0: oh, the food that oh, Bubba oh, oh. makes. Oh, that the, legit looked freaking good. It was like um he cooked biscuits the biscuits and, um, over a stew. Like he had, he was making a stew and then just put like raw dough, it was what it looks like uh, in the stew, and then let the stew as it made it made the it's biscuits. It was basically oh, like man. chicken pot pie.
1: With oh, bis- that with, looks with so, I want that. Top. I want to make that. Um, my last fun fact is um, the sound effect for the resonator this was actually either. an effect um that was later sampled in the song intergalactic by the beastie boys intergalactic
0: planet oh wait that's not let's cut that um but yeah that sound was sampled. The and
1: there's some sound effects with doors opening and closing um i didn't know where but they were uh sample sounds from star trek from the, the store doors yeah. opening and then when the doors would close they would play that sound effect in reverse so fun facts I did not notice that that's kind of cool though i like yeah a yeah, little, notice it, little easter eggs a little and... little oh because it's easter today <gasps>
0: we're recording this on easter again any any other like creature feature like creaturey gross facts they had or anything like that or no
1: uh no those were the there were some other ones but, but none those that were the like, most interesting yeah those were the most interesting okay ones. but a lot of really fun like i said when i was doing my research for this just the fun facts alone, yeah. I was like I can't wait to watch this it,
0: and it did not disappoint. It makes me want to put more Stuart Gordon movies on the on the list.
1: Yeah, look up his stuff, uh Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator. Um I I love his stuff. It's I great. I
0: think this is definitely for us at least, you know. I, I don't know how many like episodes, how many seasons we want to do with this show. We're just kind of like I think this is our like 12th or 13th episode now that we've done. We're kind of just starting out, but I think this is a good one. Maybe if we do a second season, a this is a revisit with, with like friends. two two guests and see like do they have the same reaction that we do? Well, with let's this. not get
1: crazy. We don't want to monetize our friendship.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> stop monetizing our friendship! This podcast is brought to you by. <laughs> I don't know what do we have around here. I have a lot of crap. Uh, around Star Wars here. at a
1: moment. <laughs> Looking around at the Star Wars, stuff. We're,
0: we'll talk about that on our next Yeah, our We're just, gonna do an
1: episode where you guys, where we just kind of like there's no
0: scary movie, it's we're just, just
1: let's, we're let's gonna let talk about into them. our yeah. lives and talk we'll about, talk about the podcast a little bit. And, yeah. And so, yeah, so Keegan, um, what would you okay. give this movie on, on a,
0: scale? a scale of um leather and chains to uh pine pine isle? pine pine glands Whatever you want to call it yeah i'm going to give it uh four uh eyeballs popping out so you could suck the brains
1: oh yeah we didn't talk about that <laughs> so when uh, jeffrey Combs' character pretty basically goes full um, that's good that's a good doctor f- yeah. he sucks like to kill the victims he sucks the eyeball up because he can get to the the brain the, the, the gland the whatever that gland is is that called. what
0: he's eating the gland i think he's trying to oh yeah cuz he was eating the the brain he wasn't eating his, the whole brain he was gland, eating just the gland see, like
1: it goes to this weird like weird effect weird vi- cheap like video effect cheap video effect but it yeah. can see the brain so yeah that's a good um, so for me on a scale of 50 shades of grey <laughs> to Lovecraft Country oh yeah Lovecraft ooh, Country good one I'm gonna give this 16 Cthulhu's yes yes it was a good good answer good, good answer, answer good answer show me dragon <laughs> Always Sunny reference. Well, that was from Beyond. Uh, we recommend this one. Yes. I think. Go, watch go watch it. Go watch it. It's fantastic. Go watch it. And we're gonna have some more fun episodes. Uh let us know what you guys think. And uh Don't
0: watch it if you have a weak stomach.
1: Yeah, there are some pretty grotesque things where you're like again, because <clears throat> they, they have to do all the special effects themselves.
0: Could you imagine? Like, I always think about that. Being an actor on that soundstage with them as they're filming that like having like, to watch that. Ugh. Like this. I would just be like, what are we even doing with our life? this would, is what I get paid to do. I would okay. love to be the
1: Foley artist there cuz like oh the grotesque stuff.
0: Man our our uh AM A ASMR, ASMR uh, fans are really just enjoying this episode. ASMR God, so I can
1: see, <laughs> I can see it on the recording. What you are oh, all right? We're gonna wrap this mother up. But thanks for listening to another episode of <gasps> the Key and, and Carlos Scary movie, movie Podcast. Podcast. Uh, sorry
0: for yelling in your ears, guys.
1: We love you. Hey, thanks for listening to us, everybody. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you're listening to us on.
0: And follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can make sure you keep up with all of our fun
1: shenanigans. And if you have any suggestions for scary movies, let us know. Thanks Thanks for for listening listening to to Keegan Keegan and and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Podcast.